This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Navy and Marine Corps hit the pause button on diversity and inclusion training. Six former Homeland Security secretaries say there are too many cooks in the DHS kitchen. And the VA has deployed a new electronic record-keeping tool. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. High-ranking politicians and defense experts are criticizing President Trump's decision to dismiss the defense secretary in the waning days of the administration. Federal News Network Scott Mascioni reports. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Adam Smith says the firing of Defense Secretary Mark Esper is destabilizing and emboldens United States adversaries. Smith says times of presidential transition leave the country vulnerable and the Pentagon needs stable leadership. Senator Tim Kaine says the termination serves no purpose. Mark Kansian, a defense analyst at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, called the move pure vindictiveness. He added that it will hurt the Trump administration's ability to protect the nation. Christopher Miller is now serving as acting defense secretary. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Navy and Marine Corps are putting a temporary pause on all diversity and inclusion training. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The directive from Navy Secretary Kenneth Braithwaite follows President Trump's executive order banning federalities from teaching divisive concepts. In order to restart their training, material designed for civilians will need approval from the Office of Personnel Management and senior Navy officials. But training targeted just toward military members will only need the approval of the Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Manpower and Reserve Affairs. The Navy says it's still developing guidance for how the executive order will affect its contractors. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Six former Homeland Security secretaries are urging House and Senate leadership to take action now to consolidate committee jurisdiction over DHS. Their argument isn't new. They say DHS should have one authorizing committee in each chamber. But former DHS secretaries want Congress to take action now before the 117th Congress convenes in early January. More than 90 different committees and subcommittees have jurisdiction over DHS today, They say the current patchwork of congressional committees slows DHS from making operational changes necessary to respond to today's threats. Between now and February, the Government Accountability Office will offer analysis of two hot topics in federal procurement and release its biannual update on all the challenges across government. Controller General Gene Dodero says auditors are working on two major acquisition reports, One is focused on the Defense Department's Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, effort. The other will review the government-wide ban on Chinese telecommunications products from companies like ZTE and Huawei. Speaking at PSC's Vision 2020 conference yesterday, Didero says GAO will also release the high-risk list for the new Congress and administration to consider. The Department of Veterans Affairs is calling the initial go-live of its new electronic health record a success. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. VA deployed the new Cerner platform to its medical center in Spokane, Washington, two weeks ago. About 100 employees at one of VA's patient billing centers in Las Vegas are also using the platform. VA staff use the new EHR to make 23,000 orders for medication, new admissions, and other tests within the first five days. 
Trouble tickets from VA employees using the new system were in the single digits. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Military service members and their families can access resources easier with a new app from the Defense Department. The My Military OneSource app takes DOD's online portal to mobile systems. Users can look up anything from childcare options to tax services to moving and housing resources. The app design is based off interviews with more than 300 service members and spouses. Military OneSource offers services to about 5.2 million people. An academic group using a grant from the National Science Foundation will explore how the government can disrupt the supply chain supporting underground markets. More from Tom Temin. Georgia State University received the quarter-million-dollar grant. It'll put together a team of researchers in criminology, political science, and economics, plus police and finance experts. They'll examine the suppliers to illicit and virtual credit card markets, fake identities, counterfeit currency, and fraudulent documents. The idea is to help law enforcement and policymakers come up with ways to stop and dismantle them. I'm Tom Temin. The administration makes minor but significant changes to the annual cybersecurity guidance. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Agencies must certify that their cyber dashboards under the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM, program use the new data standards developed by the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. In its annual FISMA guidance, OMB gives agencies until the end of fiscal 2021 to ensure their CDM dashboards can exchange data with the federal dashboard using the requirements in the new CDM Program Data Quality Management Plan. If an agency can't meet the deadline, it must submit to OMB and CISA a written justification as to why. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Postal Service sees cost-cutting in its future, but timing remains an issue. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The upcoming holiday season is the busiest time of year for USPS. That's why its Inspector General recommends waiting until 2021 to roll out a plan to cut costs equivalent to 64 million work hours. The Postal Service tried to implement some of these changes this summer, like cutting late and extra trips, but federal judges blocked those changes leading up to Election Day. USPS management told the IG it's not practical to prevent the agency from taking any cost-cutting measures for the rest of the year. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The National Treasury Employees Union is calling on the Trump administration to immediately stop implementation of the president's Schedule F executive order. NTEU says a lame duck administration shouldn't waste time or resources on the EO when it anticipates President-elect Joe Biden will repeal it. The Office of Personnel Management put agencies on deadline just before Inauguration Day to list what positions they'd like to reclassify to the new schedule. NTEU sued the administration over the executive order. The lawsuit is still pending in federal district court. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus on our coronavirus resource page. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. 
and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.